0: Think About Games Podcast, episode 15. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Think About Games Podcast. I am Luke Bale and just for this episode of the podcast I'm just going to update you with a few bits of news that's happening with Rift and Thinkabox Games at the moment. So we're back from Easter holidays, it's our first week back at university, the last one week of four. We've got four weeks left when we finish the course. The game will should be finished in the next two weeks, which means there's a lot of refinement left to do because of what's happened over Easter, because stuff with Emma and Mark, and because they've been ill and everything. uh, We've still got a bit of refining to do, but yeah, the game will officially be ended, finished, completed, hundred percent gold master, whatever you want to call it, in the next two weeks. So it's something to look forward to. Uh, There's something. That I'm worried about at the moment it's the beta testing, but I think we're going to get that sorted this week. So, beta testers who listen to the podcast, you'll be getting an email soon. So, I hope you're still interested in doing that. Uh, one thing I did want to do this episode of the podcast, I wanted to just give a small post mortem report of how I felt Easter went. Well, it was a bit, it was a bit of a roller coaster. It went up and down. The actual progression from how the game is now to when it was then is really vast. There's a lot more artwork in it because Emma's done. A lot of asset work in the last three weeks. Back, when, backgrounds still need doing, and characters and stuff. But that the normal non-aesthetic assets, you know, like the dirt, the you know the underground fields, the metal pipes, and the stands and switches, and all that sort of stuff, that's actually finished. And it does look really nice. The the hood's been implemented as well with Andy Warburton and Emma working on that, and it looks really nice. It does fit the the new steampunk art style of the game really well because it's all moving cogs and there's liquids in glass vials and, you know, it looks really nice. And I think the biggest thing is that we did have a new team member at one point that was Steve Rhodes, who was going to come onto the team. Hi, Steve, if you're listening. And because Emma came back, that didn't actually happen, and I want to thank him again for that. That was really nice, and you know that he offered to work for us and yeah um, Mark came back as well the same time as Emma did and he worked on a new level editor which is really better than the last one but I'll talk about that in a second and yeah it was really good I really enjoyed the actual Easter holiday even though it was a lot of work and I didn't really have much time off it was just the holiday was in quotes but yeah it was pretty cool people to play in the drinking game that was about four shots so the next piece of news is like i've already mentioned uh, we're making a new, we've made a new level editor for the game uh the problem was with the last one it was kind of it wasn't a level editor so to speak it just paused the game mid-game and disabled it the only way i could describe it it was kind of how you'd make levels in little big planet you can the character was on the screen and you pause the game and you get your little menu you drag and drop but with this one, it's a full standalone level editor that allows you to go into level editor, p- pick up stuff from the library of assets, pictures, tools, you know, from whatever. And it allows you to manually create the level in the window. And according to Mark, it's a hybrid of C++, but it might be C sharp. I might be wrong. Sorry, Mark. I'm not sure which one to use there. And... X and A, so it's kind of a bit of a combination between the two, so it can implement the X and A features that make our game with the C++ features which make the editor. So it looks really impressive, i had a mess about with it, a kind of little big planet style slapdash job, and it did work pretty cool. Uh, The only only thing is is we have got a lot of assets in the level at the moment, apparently according to Mark we've got 2000 assets just in the one level. So depending on how many more go into the level it could affect the editor we're not sure yet so I'll, I will update you with that in the next episode of the podcast the main benefit of having our own level editor apart from the easy you know the easiness of the the easiness of using it sorry is that it's actually USP for our game which is a benefit for us if we ever wanted to take this to market it's much like Little Planet and much like Unreal 3 not to that level, of course, but it actually let users can actually make their own levels, implement them, and with that sort of psyops, psychonauts gameplay, it could create some really unique levels within a community style setting. So it could be something to look forward to. So i are looking forward to that if we ever take this to market. So that's mainly the news. That's what the of the game at the moment. That's wanted to do a few pieces of housekeeping as well. Uh, within the community of the game, uh, the drinking game is going extremely well because I think most of the people in the university need a good drink after the last couple of weeks. I found a couple of people have been keeping into the rules that I've set within the last episode of the podcast, but they've been substituting it for some non-alcoholic beverages and some drugs of an illegal nature, which I don't mind, but as long as you're not doing going overboard with it, and as long as I'm not involved, Disclaimer, Rift, the product Rift, Salf- Salford University or Thinkerbox Games in general does not endorse the use of alcoholic or drug use in any way. Just to clear that bit up. And the final piece of news is that this is the actual, it's one of the last podcasts we're ever going to do for this project. It's There's only three podcasts left. There'll be two by myself, obviously, so it'll be the penultimate one next week. And then the week after, it'll be my final personal post-mortem report. But I've been doing a post-mortem report throughout the episodes of the podcast. So it's basically recapping what I've already said, basically. And then the last episode of the podcast, I'm hoping to get a roundtable conversation, maybe on Skype, with a few of the team members. I'm not sure I can get on at the moment because it depends on the work that people have got to do. Mainly the next two weeks are the most difficult because next week we've got our industry perspectives handing in and the week after the game's got to be handed in. So really, it should fit in properly. So should, we shouldn't have any problems getting people in for that. But yeah, I just want to see how people have done and how people feel how the project went. There will be accusations that I don't do anything by Mark and Emma mainly. Only as a joke, but it's... might warn you about that because I might just go into a bit of a I don't do I do do work sort of mood well that's the end of the podcast I just wanted to thank you very much for listening Uh, sorry about the sort of shittiness quality of the microphone it's kind of broke again this is my fourth but now I've got my student loan account I aim to buy a new microphone so I might try I've been recommending one got a snowball USB condenser mic which is about 70 quid, but I'm try—I'm I'm bidding one on eBay at the moment it's £37.50 so I should get that for a bit cheaper. But it's a condenser mic at the end of the day so hopefully it should be a bit better than the new one that I did buy but broke. And this I'm currently using my original one which is on its way out as it is so the audio quality might be a bit fuzzy so I apologise about that. And...